0: Who am I? Why am I here?
1: Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. Tear down this wall. And the wall just got 10 feet taller. We're going to
0: California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. and take back the All right, welcome to Election Shock Therapy. This is part four of our Election Day <laughs> coverage uh, mini pods. I'm here with Mitchell Crum. It's kind of fun. We've been in like different locations today. Like I did one from my <laughs> yeah. um, one from from my house. Did one from Andy's office. Chris called in from Michigan. Now we're in um, now we're in Mitchell's office. So yeah, that's right. Um, so well, we're around two thirty in the afternoon today. So uh, what is that? About three and a half hours before the first polls close on the uh, east coast something like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so comes, um <clears throat> so has there been any news today and and maybe this i mean that's actually kind of the question <laughs> i don't remember paying close attention during the day on election days before so a is there news and b is it typical that there's
1: news on election day uh i think the answer is i mean first of all so i've I've been looking at some of the major newspapers, and it doesn't look like it. I mean, maybe I've missed something, but uh, it sure looks like this has mostly been um, an uneventful day. So people were worried about maybe uh, you know intimidation and uh, some of those kinds of things. It doesn't look like too much of that has happened. Maybe some stories will come out tonight. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it, it
0: feels like... So there there's lots of sites who are live blogging. So Slate is live blogging, and 538 is live blogging. And it sort of yeah. feels like they're fishing for stories to right. write about. Yeah. Um, so there's like, oh, there might be... you know, like these <laughs> these two people argued with each other maybe is that voter suppression or something like i like guess it, it feels like they're yeah. like they really want something
1: right yeah and, and really it looks like um you know I, I think i think i think that's fairly typical though normally you know there, there there have been a few elections where they just weren't ready so back in 2008 for example um you know there was just an enormous turnout that the um Uh, you know, that basically a lot of states weren't ready to handle. Uh, And so there were huge lines and things like that. But really, most polling places and most states seems like they've figured that out. And since then, uh, you know, they've mostly gone off without a hitch. And it looks like that's the way this this one is going as well.
0: So um, are there particular things that you're... What are you most interested in seeing tonight? If you could... um uh, if you could sort of jump ahead, like, what are you most excited yeah. to to learn tonight? Beyond who wins the election, like, beyond who wins right. the presidential election, what are uh, what are the things you're most interested in tonight?
1: So I think so I think that basically there are there are three things that I'm that I'm kind of looking for. So the first thing is I'm, I'm very interested to kind of get a first look at some of the exit polling data um, and see who 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 actually voted for who um, because you know we've talked about all these you know the, the media likes to talk about all oh, you know this group is leaning towards uh, you know Trump this group's leaning towards Clinton, who's doing all this stuff. But, you know, and, and generally speaking, the polls are going to give us fairly reliable data, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what the exit uh, polling data tells us and see if it all jives with what we've been expecting, if there are some surprises. So I'll be very interested to see that. And usually exit polling data... Um, is, you know, it, it basically the reason it's interesting is because it tells you who actually came out to vote. You know, with other polls, you know, you get likely voters. You have some right. filters to try to say who's voting. But this will tell us who actually showed up and what do they look like.
0: So... When will we start seeing that do we not see that until polls close is that the idea
1: I generally speaking um the, the that will not be reported on yet. Okay. um there's just a general Do you know the mechanics
0: of I, and I, Andy and I talked about this this morning but yeah. cuz I actually did an exit poll I was oh, selected uh, for yeah, an exit yeah. poll this morning um but that was seemed like I filled out a little sheet of paper mm-hmm. folded it up and then put it in this box like <laughs> How are they getting that data out quicker? I mean, obviously there's fewer people that they pull, but right. is somebody in the middle of the day tallying that up, and they're just waiting to put stuff out? Or uh,
1: that's an interesting question. I don't know how. I actually don't know how the internal mechanics of that work, um, and how um, how quickly how quickly they'll they'll be able to get all that out. But that's one of the things that I'm that I'm looking for. Um, and generally speaking, the 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 people who are taking those will be able to enter those fairly quickly. I imagine there's a computer. Um, sure. Program they can punch that code that in pretty quick. That's why I wondered um, why they
0: wanted it folded though. I thought yeah. it's something they could just run through, a right, right. Scantron situation. I, I don't know the situation on that. They told yeah. us to fold it though. Right. I, I yeah. know for a fact. Huh. So that was. Yeah. I thought that was strike. I wanted to say like really, I, yeah. I could just put it in. I could roll it. up. Right. Might right. And it stick better. it in your box. Yeah. So That's what else are you looking for?
1: So another thing I'm looking for uh, is there's there's been a bit of a kerfluffle um, over the, over the weekend. I'm not sure if Andy or Chris mentioned this, but um, sort of the data the data journalism world was. Sort Sort of rocked um, with uh, sort of accusations uh, that Nate Silver was engaging in uh, punditry rather than, hmm. uh, you know, Nate Silver is sort of the you know we don't we don't have Andy here to give the to give sort of the angelic hum the oh you know whenever we speak his name but uh, <laughs> he's been perhaps the most famous data data journalist and data cruncher because of the complex models um, and and very accurate models that he's put together on 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 polling. And uh, one of the things that he has been doing is he's essentially been weighting the different polls based on how um, how they trend. Do they trend more to the left, more to the right, mm-hmm. things like that, and he adjusts his model accordingly, which seems like a very common-sense, data-driven thing to do, but the um, uh, some folks at the Huffington Post, for example, uh, accused him of being a pundit and just monkeying with his model um, in order to make it look like Clinton's chances weren't as good, and maybe to drum up drama or things like that. And Nate- it seems like a funny criticism
0: of him, because yeah. he doesn't seem... I mean, I listen to the... Full disclosure. I listen to the 538 uh, right. Elections Pod whenever it's out. And, like, <laughs> he doesn't seem particularly interested in making the narrative interesting. Right.
1: No, and I think that's right. And he basically fired back, like, some profanity laden tweets. Um, at at, at uh, the post at The Huffington Post, and um, others who are questioning this, and uh, essentially that seems probably right. I mean, when we think about waiting you know it 's just like it sounds you know you 're basically putting your thumb on the scale a little bit to adjust for um, mistakes there, and you know there are some polls that pretty obviously do trend um, one way or the other um, and so this and so this seems smart so but one of the things that will be interesting to see coming out of this is we finally get sort of the the full empirical data to test these theories right right? right. you know so we're going to get to see you know was is is nate silver right um about the sort of margins and where we how you know what what we should expect or are the more just straightforward poll aggregating um methods like we see at the huffington post pollster and things like that are they giving us something that's you know just as accurate or more accurate um so that'll be interesting to kind of take a look at that and see um and see and see what that looks right. like.
0: Right, and, and and to to look at that is looking in the weeds a little more, not just who won which states, but by margins and things right. like
1: that. Yeah, exactly. So 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 that will give us, especially as political scientists and data journalists, that'll give us something um, more more concrete, and actually will help us, you know, basically in learning how do we how do we measure these things and how do we think about
0: them. So so I mean I'll ask you to predict something. So so do you <laughs> think we're going to see that that. Um, uh, something like the 538 model is going to be more predictive, or do you think that the uh, that that it's not going to sort of pan out that way?
1: Um, I mean, you know, at least you know, obviously, I'm not. This isn't, you know, I'm not. I, I haven't I haven't gone deep into the model, so I don't know what all sure. <laughs> what all Nate Silver's done. Um, but but at least in theory, right, the ideas that he has in terms of how he's doing this weighting, and you know, that he's using the past you know past um elections and the and the skews that these different polls have had i mean that seems like it should give you something more accurate um so you know as sort of as as um you know that 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 looks like it should be it should it should help him out. So um, Nate Silver has been vindicated in the past, and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know it seems like there's there's good good reason to think that he'll be he'll be vindicated again.
0: Well, I got to say I've been a huge fan of Nate Silver since back when he wrote for the Baseball Prospectus, right. and I played Stratomatic <laughs> baseball. And I will say, Picota's a pretty good model for uh, for looking at young players. So <laughs> why wouldn't his election model be good too? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So anything else tonight that um, that you're going to be specifically
1: yeah, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be interested to hear um, a couple of things. So one of the things that we know about the media is uh, it very quickly consolidates the narrative. So you usually start out with a profusion of narratives – um, and then within usually just a few hours, it, it will sort of boil down to what a few influential journalists or, or people have come up with. So it'd be interesting to kind of see what the narrative boils down to, because you know, one in, in in one sense, we already sort of know what the outcome is going to be. I mean, we don't know for certain that Donald Trump is going to win, but or I'm sorry, not the Donald Trump. Is gonna win. We don't know for certain that Hillary Clinton is going to win. Um, I was going to
0: say, wow. yeah, sorry, no, That's yes, interesting yeah, take. no, yeah,
1: Donald Trump is going to win. No, uh, no, quite the quite the opposite. It looks it looks you know even even Nate Silver who has given um Trump his best chances i think this morning when i looked this morning has given Hillary Clinton i think like a 71 72% chance of winning yeah yeah it was up to chance of winning. there yeah so yeah so you know even even that which is i think the most pessimistic <laughs> um for for Clinton uh it gives gives her a great chance and so you know so the outcome seems fairly um, certain here and one of the things you know that I, that I think is going to be interesting to see what, what's, what's going to come out of that what's the narrative going to be and of course part of this is going to be how the candidates themselves respond mm-hmm. um, it's going to be you know how is Hillary Clinton going to spin her victory what's she going to take as her mandate um, should she win and what how, you know how is Trump going to react to, to a loss if he loses well you know is he going to um, you know accept uh, the loss and say you know yes you know this this is just the way it goes or is he going to, um, in some way, try to contest the election, claim that it's rigged, um, things like that? So it'll be it, it, that that'll be part of it. But I'm also going to be interested in to see, like, what does some of the major, um, you know, m- news news uh, makers have to say about this? Does this election have something to say about the place of religious voters? Does this election have something to say about um, a new place for race in American politics? Is this election about? Um, you know, is this is is this is this election about a uh, party realignment? Uh, what does this mean? And I, you know, obviously the meaning uh, isn't sort of self evident. It's going to be the meaning that we read into it. And so, what's what I'm looking for is what kind of meanings are people going to mm-hmm. be going to be reading into this election?
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm interested in what tomorrow feels like, and not like any regardless of what happens, nothing's going to radically change tomorrow. <laughs> but but that feeling of well, the election's over now, and there's a. Hopefully, a, like a firm conclusion, like okay, mm-hmm. this is what happened, and yeah. you know, and then like, what does that what does that look like for ev- for every for, for Bethel for you know or for wherever it is right. that you live, listener? Um, like okay, <laughs> like, like like okay, we've we've sort of obsessed on this, spent a lot of time on this, and now what's sort of the next move and the next move? Um, I'm excited excited is not the right word. I'm interested <laughs> to um, uh, one of the things I'm going to have open on my computer today. I keep like couching this differently, is um. Uh, I do am not a huge fan of Twitter in terms of like, uh, reading Twitter, but I definitely will have at the real Donald Trump open. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sort of curious, like, because he's the type of person who is kind of a live wire there. Yeah. And like, I, I, whether I like what I read or not, like, I'm kind of interested to see like, how does he interact with a moment like this? I mean, that's not, right. it's a window. He opens a window up that we don't often get to see, um, It's not always necessarily a window we want to look into, but but I'm actually going to be kind of fascinated by that, um, maybe uh, as a historian, I'm Mm -hmm. interested in in kind of the material records left by the, or it wouldn't be material, it would be virtual records (laughs) left by this. Um, but that's that's actually so, – so I'm going to be – as we're at the, the party tonight, I will definitely have one tab on my computer that I'll yeah. flip over to because I'm just kind of curious to see that. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't – like I said, I don't use Twitter enough to have like regular people. They're mostly comedians that I follow, so oh. like, they'll be, <laughs> it'll be that and then people making fun of what's happening. So that's that's going to be kind of my, uh, my evening. Well, um, I think this is – like I said, I think this is the last check-in that we're going to do. So the last question I'll ask All you right. is the last question that I asked Andy, which was at what time – tonight do you think we will know what happened? And not that, that like <laughs> it'll be etched in stone, but that at uh, the point where we can sort of confidently say X has won. Yeah. Because enough chips have fallen. Uh
1: I think I I, I think we'll we will certainly know uh, by probably by probably by ten o'clock, um, and probably a little bit even earlier than that. But at that point, we should have all of the East Coast and the and most of the Midwest, and um, you know the only states we may be waiting on there is the West Coast. And essentially, at that point, we we will know. I mean, if you know, unless unless something truly. Um, you know it's not that it's impossible but unless something really really strange um starts happening and Donald Trump starts to win um all of the states that he needs to win i mean including you know pushing pushing the you know pushing some something like Pennsylvania or Michigan or mm-hmm. um a place like that over um uh, you know then we're going to know and we'll know um fairly uh, fairly
0: quickly okay do you have any uh inside track on what the snacks are at the uh, event tonight <laughs> i don't
1: i have no i have no knowledge of okay. what that is I'm just it says that there's yeah. going to be snacks so yeah. you
0: should listeners you should come just to find out what the snack <laughs> situation is well that is uh that's all the time that we have for right now so if you haven't yet get out and vote um if you have uh, join us tonight, um, and uh, and keep keep looking at this feed because there's a shot that I might try to catch Chris more before the event tonight, and then we'll definitely be recording something tonight as well. So, uh, thank you for listening, and go Royals!